Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog checking in with you once again, Particularly Packers podcast. Oh, man, they haven't given us much to talk about, so I haven't really come at you guys with any any new information. Um, most of your little Packer coverage places, they, they've got it pretty situated. Um, my only issue really is when you got other people speaking for Packer fans because they seem to have no idea what we're truly about. Um, let, let's check it out. Communication, you know, we'll go over communication. What if we called Aaron Rodgers? I mean, let's go back. Do you think that they called Brett Favre about Aaron Rodgers? Did Brett Favre act this way? All right, let's go back to uh, what if we didn't have Jordan Love right now? You know, who would we be stuck in the backfield, you know, as our backup? I mean, who's what, what, what situation would we be in? You know, would we possibly be Super Bowl champs if we would have picked up an inside linebacker? Oh, let's see. June 8th coming up, mandatory mini camp. That's when... You better show up or you're going to get, be paying. Uh, July 27th, we got training camp coming up. And September 12th, we got our first game against the New Orleans Saints. Hope you're all ready, man. Packers fans, it's almost that time. Countdown has begun. But what nobody's screaming about, and what Packer fans, if you really love the Packers, or if you, if you understand the game, what we should be screaming about, who cares about Aaron Rodgers? We got it. We got it. We got it. That situation is solved regardless. He comes back. We're good. If he doesn't come back, okay, Jordan Love, it's your turn. What we're not addressing and what nobody's screaming about, I mean screaming about, somebody should smack Mark Murphy in the face for this one. Inside linebacker, man. Come on, bro. Like 10 years now we haven't won a Super Bowl because people run on us all the time. I mean, look at Russell Wilson. We, we had him run on us. We had uh, Kaepernick destroy us. You know how many running games we give up over 200 yards? You know, and we have Blake Martinez. You kept paying that guy. You tried to pay him like he was a great. He was a good, you know, he was a good linebacker. Um, Almost average, but, you know, we'll go to good. He was a good linebacker. Um, We'll see what he does now that he's not with Green Bay. You know, he had a year under his belt. He did all right, but we'll see. We'll see. He's definitely not a standout. So, with that being said, this is what the situation is in Green Bay right now. Kamal Martin, our fifth-round pick from last year's draft, the 2020 draft, he looks like the starter. That's sad to say because uh, he he had some flashes, but, I mean, if you turn on the light bulb, you want the bulb to stay on. You don't want to have flashes. You know, we need a a constant right there in the middle. Um, Kamal Martin, he definitely doesn't strike fear in any of the opposing running backs. Um, They're definitely looking for opportunities when they get the ball. They're not looking for him in particular. Um, I constantly believe that and preach that a Ray Lewis will always have a spot at inside linebacker. I don't care whose defense it is. You make the defense work around somebody like that. Um, we're definitely trying to just fit bodies into the mix. Behind Kamal Martin, we have Cries uh, Barnes, who was an undrafted or unsigned free agent. You know, it's basically grabbed him off the street like, hey, buddy, here you go. You want to jump in here? And he did show some flashes, great talent. No disrespect to either of any of these guys because they all just, they all give their best. They all give 100%. I don't question any of that. I love them all as Packers. But with that being said, we're trying, I mean, if you really want to talk about the team and team needs, this is where we need our draft capital spent. This is where we need to spend some money. 
This is where we need to do something. We need to trade. We need to get a man. If we had some fear at inside linebacker with our backfield, oh my goodness. You know, you understand you have Jahir Alexander, you have Eric Stokes, you have Kevin King. You're going to be floating them all over. And then you have our, uh, come on, man. What are you, what's your guys' names back there? You have Darnell Savage and you have, uh, Amos. So you, you got squad. I mean, we're all back there. The front, you have Kenny, you know, you have Kenny Clark, solid in the middle. You have Kiki coming up. You're going to have people fighting for positions in there. You have Rashad Gary. You have Zeke. You have Preston. We're all, we're stacked. The only thing missing is right there at the inside linebacker. It doesn't take a genius to, like, look at this, to see it. Nobody's screaming about it. Maybe the true Packer fans aren't, but nobody in the media is even speaking on this. And we're all talking about, you know, the quarterback and little things. Oh, this is, it, it makes me really sad. Because after Cries Barnes, we have Ty Summers. It's his third year. I didn't even look at where he was drafted because I've seen enough game time to know he's not going to be a starter in the league. I mean, on a winning team, he's, he doesn't keep up with the, the backs out of the backfield. He's not a, a huge presence with the run. Um, he does make solid tackles, you know, when, when, the, when he makes it to the person with the ball, he does make a tackle, but he doesn't have the speed, he doesn't have the, the burst. It's not there. Sorry. We picked up uh, Isaiah Duff, McDuffie in the sixth round of this year's draft. Um, the dude definitely, he loves football, you know, which you see in most of these guys, they all love football, which we, we don't question that at all. Um, they love football. They love the Packers. We love having them. It's just uh, there's definitely our, our our largest weakness, you know. And uh, it's sad to say Isaiah McDuffie. I don't see him as you know a standout cover guy. When you start getting these guys in the flats, man, that's where they they kill us. And even if if not that, you get these running these uh running quarterbacks that just they just take take stride and they're gone, man. We've seen it many times in the Packers organization. This has been a reoccurring like nightmare. We just don't address the inside linebacker need. We don't. Imagine just having that dominant force back there just wrecking havoc. If we could stop the run game, the pass game is done. We, we have the people. I mean, that's, that's all we need, guys. That's all we need. Comes down to our great last hope, basically, who plays a little more outside linebacker, but now... With these positions, they call Preston an outside linebacker. Preston Smith is not what I call an outside linebacker. He's a defensive end. Um, outside linebacker is more of a cover guy, and he does not have cover skills um, up to par to call him an outside linebacker in my eyes. No offense, Preston. You're a beast. You're a monster. I would not want to try to stop you. However, if I'm running routes, I feel I would rather have him guarding me than most you know, true outside linebackers in the league. With that being said, I don't want to sit here and bring up a bunch of problems without actually presenting a solution. And these are gamble solutions that we can still acquire now. Um, and I'm not sure on the health of either of these two gentlemen, mentally or physically. You know, the the, the later the Kwan Alexander is going to be, you know, a healthy mental. I I, I love this guy's story. Uh, However, I don't know where he's at in the recovery stage. I looked a little bit, you know, on his social media. He looks like he's doing great. Um, he's coming along in the training process. I see him pushing some heavy weights. Oh, man, I love what I'm seeing out of this guy right now. So, you know, I'll just start with him. Kwan Alexander, 
former first, uh, fourth rounder. Um, he was drafted by the 49ers, I believe, which when he was there, he was a monster with the 49ers. I remember because I hated him as a Packer fan, and he tore his pick. I want to say he was drafted in like 2017, but he tore his pick on a, on a play. I think he was tackling somebody, somebody small like Darren Sproles or somebody, tripped somebody up, tore his pick with the 49ers. He got released. Um, when he was with, I believe it was with the 49ers. While he was with the 49ers, this is why I love this guy. And I do remember this, um, which is why I've always kind of admired him as an individual. Um, you know, I've respected him as a man. You know, and basically that that dude's little brother, it was, a, I think, a Friday night. They played Atlanta on Sunday. So Friday night, he's with the team, you know, at the hotel, all getting ready, you know, going over some stuff. He gets a call from his mom telling him that his little brother's been shot. You know, he, his little brother was at a little house party, and his little brother got shot. So he wanted to go home, but his mom was like, nah, nah, you know, we don't know the condition yet. Maybe he'll pull through. Just go ahead, stay with the team. And then I seen Lovey Smith in a little interview, and he was saying that, you know, he told Kawan like, it's all up to you, bro. Like, we, we, you know, you can play, you can not play. Like, either way, we're just here for you, you know, when nothing held against you. And he said, coach, I want to play. He would want me to play. So, man, that dude came out. He had one hell of a game. Um, his He started with a pick an interception in the in the end zone and took it took it back a good 80 90 yards before Julio Jones actually tackled him when Julio was with Atlanta oh man what a trade so uh that but that was actually called back due to an offsides you know so everybody's like ah you know he got they got that one for his little bro they they called it back no problem no problem dude came out had 11 tackles one forced fumble with the strip and recovery against Julio Jones where he was running down the middle of the middle of the field. He was dipping, went to go off of a tackler, and Kawan just grabbed the ball, ripped it out of Julio's arms, and just took off the other way. It was, it was beautiful, man. When you watch it and you understand what he was going through that day, he's just a beast. Um, with that being said, he did get another interception, so he actually had two interceptions on the game, but one was called back you know, due to the uh, offsides. The dudes deserved, I mean, he deserved them both. He had a huge game. It was amazing to watch. Uh, amazing amazing story. Check it out on YouTube. Kwan Alexander and his little brother. And that little story, little video on uh, YouTube, it's worth the watch. It's probably like five minutes. Changed my whole day. Um, especially because I, I watched my little brother go into a coma. And that was always deep to me. Something, you know, super thankful to still have him to this day. And, uh... If you know me, then that, that's that's big to me, and it's huge that he went and played, and the way that he played, that dude has heart. With that being said, after he tore his peck with the 49ers, went to the Saints, was playing awesome, doing good, look, looked amazing, and he tore his Achilles. All right. So with that being said, I understand the injury hazard and the risk that he would bring and present to us, but at this point, I mean, what we have there, we have Oren Burks. And I, I forgot to talk about Oren Burks. I think I got sidetracked on something else. We have Oren Burks. Kawan Alexander presents a lot more um, physicality at stopping the run than Oren Burks does. Oren Burks has a little more length and can pro- hopefully cover out of the backfield more. But the dude is just a walking injury at this point. And even when he's not injured, well, you don't see him on the field. It's very strange. It's kind of like a Josh Jackson scenario. 
they're just not seeing the playing time. Maybe that was because of others being there, but there's no excuse last year. Um, we need to see more out of Oren Burks, or let's bring in Kwan Alexander, and the dude can be a, a star. He can punish the defense. I, I mean, punish the, the running back, and uh, he's nasty. He'll fit right in there with Zeke. Sidarius, and, uh, and he'll, he'll fit right in there, I mean, with the monsters. With that being said, that's why I was getting a little tongue twisted because I was looking at the next guy, man, and it's it's hard to bring up his name. I know it's going to stir up a little tail feathers. I wanted to bring him up first, but I jumped into Kawan. So, Ryuben Foster. And those that know him will probably know him because of the headlines and his former domestics. I'm so sure some people just stopped it. Cancel that podcast right there. But, no, listen, listen, listen. Former first-round pick, 2017. The dude had a – I remember he had, like, a drug suspension. He missed two games. I don't remember what it was, if it was PEDs or what he was doing over there. But he did miss two games. Um, with that being said, he was also – you know, he was with the 49ers. Oh, man, he's he was a beast. And he had two domestic violence calls. You know, two domestics that he was not found guilty for either one. One of them was really shady. Uh, the girl had been accused of filing a false domestic before. It's, you know, all weird stuff. With that being said, you know – I'm going I'm to lean, you know, found innocent, but we're going we're gonna to consider it. With that being said, you know, the dude in 2019, he tore his MCL, ACL when he got traded to Washington because he, he got those two domestics, went over to Washington, mid-practice, just blew his knee out. So he hurt the nerves in his foot, didn't get the feeling back for months after, you know, the, the knee was healing and still the nerves in the foot. When I check his social media, I see he still has a brace on his foot, so I'm I'm wishing him the best. He's doing good workouts, but nothing of the cut ability, so I'm not sure where he's at in the recovery stage. But with that being said, a crazy part of Ryuben Foster, if you do some research on the guy, man, the dude's dad shot him while his mom was holding him when he was like 18 months old. The bullet hit him in his back and then hit his mom in the chest, I believe. And, you know, they both made it. His dad took off, I think went on the run or however that went. But, man, that's his dad. And I think as an 18-year-old baby when somebody's dad, you know, if, man, I can't even speak. I have a son. You know what I mean? He's, he's older now. But I, I just couldn't imagine something like that occurring. And uh, with that being said, I I hope there are no true victims moving forward. I hope that everything in his life is gone, you know, I hope that he's mentally healthy, you know, along with physically healthy. And with that being said, Green Bay is a great place to bring people. You know, we don't have much to do. You know, there's not much trouble to get into. Um, They love people. And if that's what he needs, man, I I would love to present an opportunity. You know, Reuben Foster, amazing talent. Um, Great, great football player. And uh, maybe he just needs a little direction. You know, it doesn't hurt to get him outside in that cow country, get him out to Green Bay. A lot of people don't, you know, won't like it, but I'm all for it. People, people change. I've changed. You know, people change. So, Reuben Foster might be worth looking into. Juan Alexander, definitely a more promising pick. I mean, that dude is a beast. If anybody goes back, watch some highlights, that dude is a monster. Um, I wouldn't want to see either of these guys really out in coverage. Uh, the middle linebacker, you don't really want to see him out in coverage. But, man, the running back, they're going to account for these guys. When they get the ball, they're going to know 
and try in their minds they're going to want to know where these these two guys are because they blast them they're they're coming and they're coming hard all right with that being said uh, back to communication man i'm really wondering if brett Favre got a call about aaron Rodgers being drafted i haven't heard a single person talk about this um i don't know why you would call brett Favre and tell him that he's not going to be happy about it you know would it have changed anything probably not would he have flipped out like this or cried like this had he not gotten the phone call probably not you know um i don't know maybe he did get the phone call maybe that's how they do things i'd be really interested to hear uh mr favre we'd love to know you know did you get the phone call uh, maybe he did address it, but I don't remember. I don't. I didn't hear him. You know, did did Favre get a call? And personally, would you want the call? Um, me, I don't. If, this is a competition. I don't expect a call from you if you're bringing somebody else in. I I don't expect it. You know, a wide receiver. I I don't expect them to be calling each wide receiver. You're bringing in a running back. I don't expect you to call every running back and let them know. I mean, this is a competition sport. Um, the, the second that you feel privileged enough to where this is your throne and if you're going to bring somebody in to dethrone me you better bring it to me first i mean this is competition this is what it's all about this was driven us driven us to be better bringing in jordan love is definitely um i i don't think many people question it it drove aaron Rodgers to have the season that he had you know he gave him that fire it rekindled i mean not saying aaron Rodgers ever fell off aaron Rodgers is, is a master he's masterful um, nothing but respect to his game. The dude is a, is a beast. He is a, a Packer legend. You know, he's always going to be, um, a Packer legend. You can't take that away from him no matter what he does going forward. As we learned with Favre becoming a Minnesota Viking, you know, we still love Favre. Favre is the man. Favre is still a Packer. Um, Aaron Rodgers situation, situation is completely different. So I don't, it's hard to compare the two. We'll see. We'll see. Like I said, June 8th, man, that's the, that's the date. And it's the 7th already. It's Monday. Tomorrow, we'll find out who's coming to mandatory minicamp, who's getting fines. The wide receiver is going to show up. Uh, I read Devin Funches has already said he's showing up. The man's going to be in the building. I'm very happy to hear that, Devin Funches. Um, I'm not sure if you were part of the Humbla and all the, all the Bufuki or if you just had the extended vacation, which I stated before. If you were, I don't blame you, bro. You had the whole year off. It's hard to come back to work after I have. If they've given me two weeks off for a vacation, it's hard to come back to work. So I don't really blame you. Um, I can relate. With that being said, we definitely could have used you. Jordan Love could have used you. Um, a little extra talent over there in the wide receiver room wanted to help. I mean, wanted to hurt. But for, you know, for your sake, the one-year contract, um, for your safety, you don't want to get hurt again. You're coming off an injury. Uh, we get it, bro. I get it. I get it. Love to have you on, Devin Funches. I'm looking forward to it. Um, maybe you're the talent that we were missing. Maybe we're not gonna we're not gonna you know we're not gonna praise right now. But man, you get Devonte, you get a a healthy Devin Funches on the opposite side with Amari Rogers right there in the slot. That sounds beautiful to me. All you need is Aaron Jones to hold on to that dang ball. Come on, man. Don't don't do us like that again. Um, with that being said, you got thunder and lightning in the backfield. I love what's coming out of there from uh, A.J. Dillon, talking about thunder and lightning and possibly the best running back duo in the game. You love to hear that, man. Love to hear it. Um, the confidence coming out of that kid oh, makes me miss Jamal Williams. You know what I mean? No fumbles in his run in his Green Bay career. 
We miss you, bro. Fontana High right here, you know, right from home, man, right from home. Same with Kenny Clark, San Bernardino High. Love that dude also. Um, man, Jamal, wish you the best, bro, even though you're, you're friends with the enemy now. But that's all Gucci, man. We're good. We're good. All right, A.J. Dillon, we'll see what happens over there. Um, I've got a couple of his rookie cards recently just in case he does pop off because he's going to have the chance. That dude, man, he's got some beast legs. I'm trying to say who he reminds me of, but it's hard. It's hard, man. We're going to see what he brings to the table. Eric Stokes, I'm in the running. Got a, uh, All right, all right. With that being said, I'm going to break it off real quick. Player breaks for the trading card guys out there. You ever done trading the uh, player breaks? I'm sure most of you have. If you haven't, this is how this is how it goes down. You bet on the particular player. So say like Amari Rogers, for example. You think he's going to blow up third round draft pick? Not too many people are going to want him. So you jump on eBay. There's places you could do it on a uh, Facebook Marketplace. I'm sure I do it on eBay. Haven't had any issues. And basically, you pick Amari Rogers or whatever. You bid. There's other people online who. who are picking players also. So it's nice if you can actually find somebody in the third, fourth, fifth round that less people are betting on. The first round picks, Trevor Lawrence, man, you're spending over 100 bucks, And these player pick. So basically, the player break, you get that player out of the entire break. So if they're breaking two entire boxes, which could be, you know, 26, you know, individual packages, you could have hundreds of cards. I watched this one for almost three hours last night. And he was just pulling cards, pulling cards. And every one of that particular player you can get, you know. So if you pick, uh, let's see, I pick Nick Bolton, you know, because he's with Kansas City. I think that they have a good chance to win two Super Bowls in the next four years. Very possible. Um, if he's a two-time winning Super Bowl champion, that card's going to go up. It's rookie card. I'm, I'm going to let that cat out of the bag, you know, because I've kind of invested. I've got a couple of them already. So Nick Bolton might be worth looking at just for the prospect of becoming a Super Bowl champ very, very quick. You know, he's over there in KC. You got Andy Reid. You got Patrick Mahomes. You got a lot of firepower, and it doesn't look like it's going away. So can't go wrong there, Nick Bolton. Um, I, you know, there's better talent around the league. Xavier Collins, for example, example. Uh, however, more people watch him. He was a first round draft pick. So he goes a little higher and his situation isn't as good. You know, he's over there in Arizona, Arizona reaching the Super Bowl compared to Kansas city reaching the Super Bowl. You got to think you, you, you got to take all that into consideration. All right. With that being said, would, um, Ray Lewis be what he was if they never won the Super Bowl? I highly doubt it. Ed Reed, man, that dude is a master. You know, and I think that with them winning the Super Bowls made them real concrete. So Super Bowls help when it comes to those cards. But the player break, you know, I've had some uh, some good days, some bad days. One day, I, you know, I bought two and I hit two. The next day I bought two, I missed two. The following day I bought one, I hit one. Yesterday I bought one, I hit one. And that's how it goes. You know, Oh, no, I lie. I bought two, I hit one. So I missed the the later one. However, I didn't watch the basics, so I might have hit a basics, but I didn't hit an auto on the uh, bolt-on. And I haven't seen a basic bolt-on yet, so I don't know if they only come in all. They probably come in a basic, so we'll see. Maybe something will show up. Um, with that being said, the brakes are pretty cool. You jump in there. Um, they do a live video on YouTube, and they also put it up. So if you, you don't make it to the live feed, you can always jump in after. 
which is why I say I don't know if I got the basics on the other one because I just skipped all the way to the end and watched the uh, the autos and just watched a little highlight of the autos. I didn't watch the whole thing. I'm not sure what exactly was in there. I didn't win nothing, nothing big, you know what I mean, nothing to make the, the highlights at the end. So uh, it was interesting, though. And basically, you don't have to pay right now. These, these cards are going for 70, 80 bucks. Man, you don't have to pay all that. That's too much. You can jump on to the small players. Like I get the bolt-ons for right around four bucks, and you got shipping and handling depending on who it is. That could be another two, but you could be spending eight bucks. It's a lot more realistic. And if anybody's ever been opening, especially lately, opening these cards up, you get a lot of trash. I mean, it's not lately. It's always been. But there are a lot of cards you don't want, and they just end up sitting around. You're like, what do I do with it? I don't have that problem anymore. Thankfully, you know what I mean? I get who I want. That's it. Get them. If I want to get them graded, depending on how they look when they show up, we'll go from there. If not, I could flip the raws or hold on to them to the player, you know, two seasons away, send them in. Um, PSA should be opening up soon. That'll be nice. That'll be real nice. It was interesting. You know, a lot of these uh, people doing the card breaks, they are shop owners. So it's kind of cool getting their input on things. Um, maybe one day we'll, ju- we'll get one of them on the podcast. They could jump on here, chop it up with you guys, give you guys some information and some knowledge. Um, player breaks, man. Check them out. Inside linebacker. Come on, Packers fans, man. We need to scream. I mean, they can do what they want. Trade Aaron Rodgers for an inside linebacker. We will not be mad. We will not be the same. We may not have the same level of success. But, oh, man, I would not be mad. We need an inside linebacker. Oh, please, please, guys. And with that being said, imagine not having Jordan Love at this point. You know, with Aaron Rodgers, I believe that he was unhappy prior to Jordan Love. Like he said, it wasn't the Jordan Love pick. He's been unhappy. If they knew that he was unhappy and they were foolish enough not to get a replacement, they would have been more foolish than they truly are. Um, I think that they knew Aaron Rodgers was unhappy already, especially when they brought on the floor. Like they say, Aaron, don't be the problem. If, you know, Mr. Murphy truly said that, then there was an ongoing issue, and that would explain why they brought on Jordan Love more than just their need for talent was their understanding and them seeing the way that Aaron was going and understanding it was a growing problem and it was not getting better. So nobody speaks on that, but I think that they saw this come, and I think that it was even a better move than we give them credit for. I don't think they wanted a quarterback. I think that they needed a quarterback. Um, I don't think anybody said that. I haven't heard it. But it's something to think about, folks. You know what I mean? This is Bob Dog, particularly Packers Podcast. I love y'all. Subscribe, you know, where you get your podcasts. Like us on social media. Any questions, any comments. You know, if you got a player that you, you're looking at, I'd love to hear it. Um, if you want the world to hear it, let me know. If anybody want, you know, Q&A, jump on. It's, the questions are stacking up. We've got a couple in the books now. And we're going to be presenting that to you guys soon. Jump on. Love you guys. Go Pack Go. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, Go Pack Go.